You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, everyone. It's a smiling edition of Spits and Suds on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Gavin Spittle, joined by EP Ringside, Shap Shots, D Magazine, and the new book out, We Win Here, by Sean Shapiro. He is our NHL guru. And folks, we said after the post game the other night, while we were down, just like you, we did say it's okay because we still feel as though the Stars are the better team. And once again, it mimics that Minnesota Wild Series exactly like and, and, and frankly, you know, the Stars didn't play well in the first game in Minnesota and then came back strong, and we saw that again tonight. First game against Seattle, a lot of people hit the panic button, but tonight the Stars were clearly the better team. How are you, Sean? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm, uh, I am enjoyed this one. It was, uh, it was the thing that was – one of the things I really liked about this game on a, on a leading into a part was – I liked that a Mira Haitian was back. And then I also thought it was fitting that, uh, uh, Jared McCann came back too, who played his first game since the, uh, he had suffered the concussion against the Colorado series, just as someone who is a, just from a pure hockey fandom standpoint, you want to see the better it's, it's more fun to watch the better player, the best players on the ice. And so I, I liked coming into that, that there was obviously, uh, Miro played the game with with the fishbowl look and everything like that. But overall, um, I liked coming into this one that we got both teams a little closer to full strength. And it was kind of fun to watch the, uh, I guess, the chess match of things change. If Dallas bounces back, how they go go about it. And uh, also, uh, I write, our last show was so much about how much they missed Miro and he comes out and plays 31 minutes tonight. We saw that, but we also saw some other guys step up too. So good bounce back overall. Let's start with the news before the game. Yanni Hockenpah, a healthy scratch for uh, the Stars. Well, no, low, lower no? body. Lower, lower, lower body. body. Okay, okay. Yeah. Lower, yeah. lower body. Lower uh, lower body injury for him. And then uh, Ty Delandria. Sick. Yep. And to compound that, Mason Marchment was injured during the game. Jamie Ben left for a period of time, so the stars were kind of banged up, but fought through it. Yeah, it's uh, it was because they had the there was a stretch of for basically because Marchment only played something like two two and a half minutes in the game or something like that. So he was they were basically played this entire game with eleven forwards. And Ben had was getting stitched up or whatever it was. And um, I thought tonight, I think there was there's two things that really responded well. Um, a, there was, I think, the overall line mixing. Um, 
I think thought the team adjusted well to it by having 11 forwards and having Ben miss some time. There was some more variety in combinations at it by just by, by necessity. Right. And I thought the stars adjusted well to that. That's something that sometimes we've talked about. This team gets stuck in its ways on things. And I thought the players adjusted well to that. I thought that was good. And then the other thing, and the other big one, just adjustment wise to me, um, Hockenbach comes out of the lineup and I, uh, and Joel Hanley comes in and Thomas Harley really, I, Thomas Harley's been very good to us. We've yeah. talked about him. Like he's been good throughout the playoffs and everything like that, but I felt he took another step tonight, even, yep. even before he scored the goal in the second period, I thought he took another step tonight. And I honestly, I think Joel Hanley is the perfect partner for Thomas Harley because they both have, um, they, they, they fit so well together. It's Joel Hanley is a zero sum hockey player. And I want to say that, and I want to say that that's a very good thing. Actually, Joel Hanley is the guy who in the 10, 12, 13 minutes, he's going to play in a game. He's going to keep it so that the, that his game, his part of the game is zero, zero. If he's, he's going to play that game and, He's a defer. He's going to be, he's going to defer to his partner. He's going to play smart. Joel, that, that's, that's what Hanley is. Thomas Harley has some healthy ego. He's got some cockiness and I want to see, I want to see him continue to thrive on that. We, and I, I hope the goal tonight just drives that ego a little bit. I hope, I hope that pushes him a little bit more tonight, but I think playing with a guy like Hanley is great for Harley because it gives Harley the, uh, it gives Harley kind of the freedom to, to push and to go and, and, and make that. Uh, it, it just allow, it just allows Harley to kind of be his own, not his own person, but to, to really just have the freedom to, to be the guy. And I think when playing with some of the other pairing guys, he doesn't really feel that freedom. I think Hanley gives him that. So full credit to Harley, but I think him and Han- I think Hanley Harley and obviously the names fit well together is, is it's a really good, it's a good fit. So what do you do if Hockenpah is ready to go for the next game? It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Um, that's a really good question. Um, and even though in Hockenpah, he scored in the he scored in the last game. Um, I I, I look at it with. I may not change. I may, I may, especially if it's lower body and not, yeah. not, not knowing full details, I may be in the spot where I stick with this defensive alignment and kind of kick that decision down another day because um, I looked this up before the game when Joel Hanley plays, it's, he's, it's not obviously the, he, he's not driving the play one way or the other, but he's not making mistakes He's not on the negative side of things like tonight was his uh, 24th career NHL playoff game for, for Joel Hanley. He was plus two tonight. 
he's only had one and i know i know plus minus isn't the greatest stat in the world but in his 24 career nhl playoff games joel hanley only has one minus game so you know that when he plays he's going to give you he's go you're not going to lose the minutes he's out there and I feel like as you go back for game six, I don't see how you take him out and I don't see how you disrupt the Hanley Harley Harley pairing personally. I agree. Uh, and I agree with you on Harley, just the calmness too, Sean. It was very, you know, I don't want to compare him to Miro, but it was Miro like in that, yeah. you know, he just moved the puck specifically out of his zone with such a calmness and always head up and always looking for that stretch pass or that pass to get out of the zone it really is amazing when I look at his development compared to when he was up with the stars uh, prior to this year. It, it's, it's truly amazing. I mean, looking back, what a great job with the Texas stars organization, Sean, and, and putting him as the number one D man, gaining his confidence down there. Um, he, he was around some veterans. I just, I look at it and I was like, wow, this is a, such a different player than what we saw the first time around in Dallas. And he was, he got the time he got to spend with the Texas stars. He was the man. He was the guy. He was the one who got to play in all situations. He got to be, no one was, uh, he, he got the chance to live and learn the responsibility of being, of what it means to be number one. And Obviously, as long as Miro is in Dallas, Miro will be number one. But you need a strong one B, and and that's something where Harley is. Harley is is this playoff run has shown us that going forward, and he's already there. But he's the, going forward. You have the space where you're going to start. Now they've been to be to be fair, right? They've been careful about about his minutes. They're not overly ramping his minutes up yet. That's probably still a next season project. I mean, he was only at 1341 and everything like that, but he's playing like a top four guy and they're uh, the kind of on the job training and learning that he's learning in the playoffs right now. It's like, this is stars are in a really good spot right now. And I think long-term Harley is Harley's moving forward in a good, in a good way too. This is such a fascinating playoffs with all the, the kind of the blowouts we've been seeing in oh, these yeah. rounds. Yeah, yeah. It is fascinating to 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 watch. And one of the big things after the last game, a lot of people were wondering about Jake Ottinger. I was trying to calm the people down around me saying Jake is amazing at bounce back games. But I, I think too, you can't hit the panic button with, you know, an elite goaltender. And he really did specifically in the first period when the game wasn't out of hand. I thought Jake made some terrific saves. You could tell early that his positioning, his calmness, you know, he was on his game. Yeah, he was, uh, he's got a, the, the save percentage tonight is going to be, it kind of, is kind of misleading. Um, he only faced 19 shots, so the, the 842 save percentages is a bit misleading. Um, shot through a six on five goal on a shot through traffic. Um, the thing that I really liked most about Ottinger, and it, it kind of it, it's his mental approach and the psyche he brings to the game. It, it's it, there's not enough sample size yet to put him in the Andre Vasilevsky class because I, I it's not fair to anyone. But Andre right. Vasilevsky has this has this aura about him, right? Where Andre Vasilevsky, um, close out Andre Vasilevsky's unbeatable, um, bounce back Andre Vasilevsky's unbeatable. 
when the game is going the other way in the first period and he only faces three to four shots, but they're breakaways, Vasilevsky's locked in. And we're starting to see a bit of the the framework of that for Ottinger. And he's with what he's done so far, you can't say anything else about him. Like he, I thought his save selection and his, his approach in the first period was great. I thought that to me, that was one of the most impressive parts where uh, in the first period, when there weren't a lot of shots and um, I compared it to like, I wrote this in my, over at chap shots where um, for anyone who is a, who's a golfer, who like you, you go out and you play and the course is the course is overly booked that day and you have I don't know you've and it's and you got to wait like six or seven minutes between shots just because they've overbooked the course. That's what it's like sometimes being a goalie when you're not facing many when you're not facing many shots. You, it's hard to get in the rhythm and the way and that's and the way Ottinger handled those moments and can stay dialed in that to me was incredibly impressive and honestly we saw last round we saw what closeout jake ottinger looks like now so we saw a bounce back ottinger tonight and now the stars get a chance for game he's going to go into closeout mode in game five and six and that's a scary proposition for seattle especially after grubauer looked incredibly shaky tonight